The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We had talked about this poll conducted uh, on behalf of the uh, staffing agency Express Employment. And basically, in a nutshell, it was this that um, baby boomers wanted to gradually retire mm-hmm. um, because they wanted to sort of slowly shift into those uh, retirement years. They wanted to still work, they felt they had a lot of uh, knowledge to pass on to younger employees. And the poll also found that most companies are not are not set up to do that. I didn't mention this statistic. The reason we're still talking about this is because our text line is is doing fabulously mm-hmm. well on this particular topic. Forty percent of respondents said they've uh, they've passed at least half their knowledge required for their positions to younger staff members. So less than half felt they actually passed on yeah. the information before leaving. Fifty-one percent don't believe their employers have any adequate succession plans. Mm. So just a couple of interesting uh, thoughts because it is something I think employers have to start thinking about um, in terms of what are you doing with all of that experience and knowledge as it goes out the door. But the other side of the conversation, which we got into, was what are you thinking about, though? What does your retirement look like? number of your texts coming in says, I retired at 55, then six months later, I unretired. I'm now 76 and still working six days a week and enjoying my life here in Edmonton. I work a lot, but I don't work hard. Um, this one, I'm a baby boomer. I retired from nursing seven years ago at 63. After knee replacement surgery, still wanting some challenge and purpose in life, I researched and chose an online course for medical transcription. I graduated with honors and I've worked part-time ever since from home with flexibility to put my family and my grandkids first. I love working on my own schedule without the office politics and dramas, mm-hmm. and I'm still learning something new every single day. Gives me a small income without a heavy burden of income tax. I'm loving my life. That was sent to us from Country Girl. Uh, I'm 28, got 36 years till retirement, which means I'm going to be calling my grandkids to let them know all about my health issues and all all the funerals I've attended through the week. Life is looking great. Hmm. I'm 64. My wife retired a few years ago, thought of retiring, but got paid too good for what I do. Lots of flex time. Doug in Sherwood Park says, I'm on the retirement death plan, not by choice. And Trevor says, after my dad retired, my mom made him get a job. Nothing to do with money, but he was in her hair. <laughs> and that's one of those things is, and I, 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 trying to deal with, you know, if someone has been home uh, for quite a while and you've got your own plan underway and then someone decides to retire and they're there all the time, trying to figure that out. When you worked, so you think about it. Um, you know, many families, uh, I would say probably a majority of families um, have to working adults in it, right? Mm -hmm. So you go away for eight hours a day, you come home and you figure it out at nighttime. For those who have maybe one um, person who stays at home, you know, they're doing all the stuff at home, taking care of all of that huge business. And then that other person comes home and just disrupts anything. Yeah, and you know, I've seen a preview of that. Yeah. Um, So, you know, it is something for us to think about, my wife and I. And the preview I've seen is that I spent so many years on the road Mm -hmm. And from I, I'm talking about from our honeymoon uh-huh. for 20 years, uh-huh. I was gone almost six months of the uh-huh. year if you totaled it all up. When I stopped doing that and when I got more into radio and stopped traveling, you could... Uh, listen, I, I'm not trying to be funny here. It it didn't work yeah. well. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife has a job, and but she works from home. And it, 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 we just got under each other, you know... 
I can remember the conversations where she would look across the breakfast table and say, are you traveling soon? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you think about military families and mm. you think about these deployments of, you know, three months, six months, nine months, a year. Yeah. You know, I just sat in on a, on a return, return home briefing from, you know, at 408 with the, the crew that just came back from Mali for six, seven months. And that talk, especially from the Military Family Resource Centre about, okay, remember your, 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 your partner has has gotten mm-hmm. used to paying all the bills, putting the trash out. This is what we're doing with the kids. This is how, you know, we're getting the kids to school. And then you show back up again, you have to work yourself almost back into that routine. It's it's almost strangers trying to figure out each other again. Well, let me ask you a different question mm-hmm. related to the same topic. So, um, and I, you know, I'm not always politically correct. So if I don't term this properly, I apologize in advance. For... A woman, and I suppose a man as well, but for a a woman who stayed home, she raised children, um, her husband went out to work, her business was running the household, Mm -hmm. how does she retire? I don't think she ever really retires, because I suspect she continues doing the duties that she were the jobs that she always did. Um, partial retirement was when your kids finally left the house, I'm guessing, but then you turn around with grand, you have your grandkids. And depending on how close you are, it could be you're taking care of the grandkids yeah. or, or not. Or maybe it is when your partner, whoever it is, in this case, let's say the, the, the guy retires, when he retires, you get to retire from doing a little bit of stuff because you get to spend more time doing things that you wanted to do together. I guess. And I just hadn't thought about it, yeah. you know, as much as I just thought about it in the last mm-hmm. 10 minutes. But given especially the fact that we just talked about how, hey, well, once your partner's home all the time, it disrupts your schedule. It's a little different. So it seems like for a a stay-at-home whatever, mom or dad, who that's what they've done their entire time while their partner worked, not only do they not get retirement, they they sort of get the reward taken slightly away from them. Well, and and that's it. How how then, or do you real reallocate those those jobs that are always being done by uh, one person? Um, but the other well, person was doing jobs answer. as well, though, too. Maybe right. because the other person was doing stuff as well. It's, I guess it's conversation, having, it having conversations about uh, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sort of looking ahead, apparently, to 69. <laughs> That's what Manulife told me this week. Um, so, yeah, and we've talk, uh, talked about this before. Like, maybe the other person then takes over some of those, which would fill a bit of the void of having nothing to do, I suppose. But there's not a whole lot. It's not very exciting to do dishes and take out garbage and well, vacuum. That, that's not how I picture retirement. Okay. I, I don't picture retirement as sitting at home all day, you know, you know, doing dishes and, and vacuuming. I picture retirement as getting out and, and doing things. Well, maybe it's going to a place where they do things for you. You know, maybe it is six months in Arizona or... Uh, you know, at a community where they cut the grass and the, you know, maid comes in once a week and you get involved in the social aspect of it. And, you know, part of our little dream would always be, and I don't know if it will ever be financially possible, but our part of our little dream would be to own a little place in in New Orleans and and go there six months out of the year and Mm -hmm. then, then come back here. My dad gets out of Dodge 
you know, for a few months every year. He goes to Florida, you know, February, March, April. Uh, he comes back and he's going, then he's going to Europe this summer. Then he's going, like, then he just, well, you know what? He's if, going on a three-week trip to Europe and then a month trip to, to yeah. Europe. You know, this is what he's doing. He's like, there's going to be no money left for you, DJ. He says, I'm spending it. And I'm like, good, go do it. Enjoy life. Well, you know, as some of our textures have said, if we, as we've said as well, that it would, it's obviously very important to say, what does retirement look like mm-hmm. to you, right? But I think it's a pretty, I'm thinking right now that it's a pretty important conversation to have with your spouse to see if does retirement look the same to you as it does to me? Because, you know, how I, like, I'm really, it's funny, it's, this has been a light bulb afternoon for me. I've thought about a lot of things that I hadn't thought about before from social media to retirement, but I mean, yeah, I want to give my wife a retirement. How do I do that? <laughs> I, I may be putting words in your mouth here, and, and forgive me if I if I am, and correct me. Um, I suspect f- retirement from radio is what you think of. It wouldn't be it retirement is. from from comedy. You'll I, continue I, doing that. I will. So then, what happens? Right. You know. Yeah, I plan to die on stage, honestly, because it's the one thing in life that I absolutely love. It's not that I don't love radio, I, I but. Comedy is a hobby to me that happens to pay money. You know, that is my Uh hobby. Yeah, I'll have to think about it for sure. But I think everyone should think about it. Everyone should have that conversation. Well, Coach and I have been having major conversations about this over the past year. What's next? I mean, he's he can retire, what, next year or two years from now? Mm-hmm. I still have a long way to go, but does that mean he is going to retire from teaching or is he um, going to stay on or does he do that and switch into something else? Hmm. I don't know. And I don't know what else to do. Look at this. <laughs> My girlfriend and I dated a year and then decided to move in together. It lasted six months. We broke up. And I lived on my own for a year. We got back together. I moved in again, and it lasted three months. Now I'm on my own. I'm in my own home, and she is in hers. And we're still together after five years. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yikes. Do most people that are getting older use a fall financial consultant? I'm 50 and I don't. Just wondering. That's from Marfa. Uh, I think the answer to that is most people do not. But I think uh, the answer is also most people should. It's yeah. complicated to yeah. navigate retirement. And, you know, it's funny because even a big company like Manulife, who does our retirement package here, right? When they anticipate what your retirement income will be, they're anticipating that based on what you've contributed to mm-hmm. Manulife, but also on what your CPP and, you know, what the government's going to give you. And it's based on when you expect to retire. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of assumptions that you draw uh, to give them the formula to calculate that are not necessarily going to come mm-hmm. to fruition. So, uh, yeah, a financial planner, I think, is always a pretty good idea. A number of people texting in as well about getting divorced and the impact that that has had on mm-hmm. any plans to retire. I mean, that, you know, for Coach and, Coach and I, it, that that's a huge, that was a huge factor in, in screwing up our plans, yeah, to be honest sure. with you, um, because, you know, um, pensions get split, things happen, whatever, you know. <laughs> well, you know what? I have no regrets. I have very few. Um, but I was self-employed. And these days, a lot of people are self-employed mm-hmm. or work from their home or work, whatever. And one of the things about being self-employed that you have to really keep an eye on is contributions. Because if no one forces you or automatically mm-hmm. takes them from your paycheck, it's really mm-hmm. difficult to plan on that. It's you it can be done, and that's where a financial planner can certainly mm-hmm. help you, and you can make investments. But oftentimes, especially, you know, 
with your own business, yeah. self-employment, where you're a one-man operation, <laughs> you're just not thinking of that because you're living week to week. Yeah. You know, in my particular case, and but many businesses are the same, I don't know. I, I didn't know for 25 years if I was working mm-hmm. next week mm-hmm. or next month. So every time you have money, you find ways to spend that money. And Sure you do. Yeah, it wasn't until I came here, honestly, and started getting a pay stub and started looking at the contributions that I was making when I first, and that's what, eight years ago now, seven mm-hmm. years ago, where I first started thinking, hey, I should be really planning on this, mm-hmm. right? Like I maxed out all my contributions. I bought the share option. I did whatever was available to me. But don't I wish I had done that at 30? You know, my first my first job in television, first 10, 12 years, there wasn't a pension plan. There was, mm. there, that wasn't offered. And then when I went to my next job here at Global Edmonton, there was a screw up and I didn't pay close enough attention to my paycheck. Didn't realize they weren't taking anything oh, off. Oh, really? Until the divorce. And, and I think I've told this story. Yeah. And then they said, well, hey, we'll match it if you can. But I'd just yeah. gone through the divorce. I didn't have the money right. to put in to do that. And do you know the biggest so thing about... So I worked like 16 years with barely putting anything away. Well, and that and was, you know... Right. Isn't it funny? Because if you think about the conversations we've had this afternoon, so we talked to the guy about uh, integration of technology, and we talked about what appeals to millennials, right? But millennials perhaps are not thinking 30 years ahead to their retirement. So a good pension plan Mm. is perhaps not something that would draw them to a company, but it should be. They should be thinking about that. I'll tell you, the millennial that's my oldest is thinking about all of it. Is he? Every single bit of it. The biggest motivator is when you look at the balance after a year and go, it only took me a year to accumulate that. Take a break here. Spencer is going to, uh, oh, hey, Spencer's a financial planner. Nice. We're going to talk to him right after the break. Break. Jay, I got this email from uh, Annette, a listener. She says, when you live a simple life, no major debt, no bills or bills, retirement can be nice. Priorities change, but you also have the freedom to do what you want when you want. I think men have a tougher time than women, Mm. as women always seem to have something to do. Spencer is on the phone. Hi, Spencer. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Good. We have about two minutes here. What, What would you suggest for folks who are maybe a little behind in savings or thinking about retirement? You know, I mean, Andrew said it well when he said, find a financial advisor, somebody that can help you to plan ahead. Because um, if you work for a union or government job, you put in 5 to 7 to 10% and then they match it. Mm-hmm. So you're doing 15 to 20% of your paycheck is going towards retirement. And that's how you can retire with four grand a month. So, you know, if Andrew, if you were just on your own, I'd say, look, Andrew, if you want to have the same pension as a teacher, I need 20% of your paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's a hard conversation to have with people because you're like, oh, this bill and this. And you're like, I, I get it. But if that's the retirement you want to have and nobody's matching it, then you have to prioritize, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and in my case, I'd be willing to do that because I have three sources of income. So I'd be willing to honestly take one of those sources and say that's nothing but retirement at this point because I'm 60. Yeah, well, then do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, the sooner you start, the, the better. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I found that there's there's either people that like to spend money and there's people that like to save money. And if you work for a, a union or a place with a good defined benefit, you can be a spender or a saver. It doesn't matter because you get your big pension. But only the people who are good at saving their money, you know, uh, are are able to build their own retirement plan. What, what, what defines good at saving their money, though, right? Like, it's how much? Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, I mean, the rule of thumb is 10 to 15 percent. Yeah. Um, and but if you don't have anybody matching it, it might have to be a little bit more. Yeah. 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 So um, 
yeah, I mean, it's a hard, uh, and like, you know, there's definitely bills to pay, but sometimes there's disposable income and you say, you know, do you really need, and it's hard because I'm not going to tell people, look. Yes, I really do need those new shoes. Don't do that. Like, I I can't tell people that. I just don't know what the numbers say and let them draw their own conclusions. Spencer, thanks for the advice. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.